Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson, I am all in. PyCast. Did you Ready? say PyCast? I said PyCast. <laughs> I'm so tired right now. This after Thanksgiving. Was that, was that a Freudian Thanksgiving Freudian slip? <laughs> yeah. A pie cast, a pumpkin pie cast. Oh my god! One Eleven Productions, iHeart Radio, iHeart Media, iHeart Podcast, yeah. iHeart Pies LLC. Now, did uh, you even? Did you? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but did you even celebrate Thanksgiving? Because you're in Canada. I think they celebrated it. While I was at work and I, I did, didn't notice, <laughs> I, I, I think they do a different day up here. But so, yeah, did you literally work on Thanksgiving up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Oh my god, I think so. so it just yeah. didn't exist. Did you call I, I, home at least and say, Hey, I call home. home like five times a day <laughs> and then twice at night. What do you mean, did I call home? That's all it's, it's, you want to see that's all bill? you do. That's all oh. I do. Season six, episode 10. He's slipping on bread, you dig. <laughs> I didn't get I the joined, title. Yes. I didn't mm-hmm. either. I like it's the tambourine guy vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't get like it. Slipping in bread, like bread. he's giving them money, like referring to Christmas. Right. Bread, dig. He's slipping in bread. You dig? Oh, Joel, yeah. the tambourine oh. guy. Yeah, 
Joel Tamarin guy. That guy's anyway, legit. Let's uh, synopsize before we get into all of our uh, many varied narratives here. <laughs> Whose right. synopsization is Queen Susanna? Queen I, I am Susanna. joined by my intrepid crew, Suzanne French, Tara Sood, Amy Sugarman. Who, if she's late, she's on time. If she's on time, she's way early. Simply my motto. So my motto, Scott. Scott, you were looking like a hottie babe in this episode. Sorry to be creepy. Okay, so I won't even out the person, but we we have a new producer that's not on this show, but working with us. And I was with her and her mom the other day, and she's like, I "Can't believe you work with Scott Patterson. I can't believe you work with Scott Patterson. He." is a hunk and i go i know yeah, it's so awkward i have to like tell him <laughs> to his face all right we can uh we can synopsize now thanks all right uh this is let's everybody <laughs> just keep their flannel on please okay. <laughs> just take it easy this is season six episode 10 he's slipping in bread you dig this aired on November 22nd, 2005. And just uh, a note for those that are following the timing is this was the last episode before the holiday break. And the next episode did not air until January 10th. Oh, good call out, Suzanne. <laughs> so the everyone queen. is excited that Rory is back. Uh, Lorelai tells Rory that Christopher called, but the news he drops gives Lorelai mixed feelings. Hep Alien is set to play a big gig, but Zach's ambitions for the band ruin everything. And Luke confides in Liz about his new daughter, April, but mm. has yet to tell Lorelai. Hmm. Half can the I, episode. Can, oh, can we go. discuss this queen thing? I, you know, I, I'm not trying to, you know, listen, Suzanne's doing really well, but she is the new kid on the block. Tara's been around. Shouldn't Tara be the queen? There, was, Suzanne, a com- there was one the, comment the I queen screenshot. Consort. <laughs> Suzanne could be queen consort. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's I, it when you're waiting to be queen? <laughs> queen lady waiting. Lady in waiting. waiting. Actually, it's more like princess. Wouldn't it be princess? It would be princess. Yeah, like Princess Kate. <laughs> yeah, you'd be a princess. You're princess Kate. Okay. I can, I can do that. That's fine. I will say, I need to hit up Danielle, even though she's on maternity leave, because I did see in the comments an epic idea, because mm. they're like, we need to know what danielle is experiencing because she's the one who's never seen it so mm-hmm. i do think when she comes back we're gonna have to do like some sort of special mini series with her mm-hmm. to catch oh, sure. her up i feel yeah. like i i cheated because i was texting her and asking about the baby the other day and she's following along week by week so oh she is oh she, she is good. yeah because yeah, you know, we'll, we'll call them danielle sods yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but she's following like she's on the same track we are. So. That's great. She better yeah. she better be taking notes because everyone's going to want to know what she <laughs> thought for the first I'm time. I'm not going to say what she told me, so I'll let her come oh. back and say it. You know, Wait. I think I think Suzanne and Tara can share the throne. For sure. I know I'm not on it. Neither are you. I, no, no, no. You <laughs> and I are king. And you and I are not. We are. We're not. What is it called when what you're a like peasant? Are we du- dukes? You're peasants. a duchess? We're what peasants. are we? We're peasants? Damn it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was hoping for higher rank. You you guys, <laughs> can I just throw out there that half of this episode is a 10 to me and half is like not Yeah, it's good. like a not two. Good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta I average, know we're gonna agree. You gotta average um, it. I hope we agree on the parts that were the two. 
I hope we do. I hope we don't, because then we can have friction, which creates heat, oh then God. fire. I already love this episode today. We are a 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what was funny? So to start the show, mm-hmm. not our show, but that the show, Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. those pink boots were pretty iconic. Like they immediately, I was like, oh my God, I remember those boots. Well, I didn't know. She was putting the pink boots on. First of all, her new bedroom looks. No, it's good. Really good. You yeah. did a good job. Yeah, you I did. did. Good job. I slept in that bed. Wait, for real? Well, d- during the uh, uh, like you like a nap or like net, you the actually... Netflix episodes. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah I nice. did notice that the bathroom mm-hmm. tile is the same as the kitchen tile. Did anybody mm-hmm. notice that? Oh, I like they I did it. Prop, prop department might have had leftover tile because it's very unique yellow and green tile in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Same as the kitchen. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Double Interesting. sinks. Construction notes. This. Yeah, I'm sure they yeah. just had some tile in a drawer somewhere in the. We set. should do yeah. like a. It's like a tool time with Amy. I'm yeah. assuming the sinks didn't work. <laughs> no, they didn't no. work. Shoot, this is such a no, bummer. They didn't work. <laughs> also, uh-huh. Lorelai, well, Lauren does a lot of fake hair, sort of. You know, when she's acting, she does a lot right. of like. This is I mean, her she's, getting she's ready. Hair, hair acting. Hair acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's hair acting. Can she hair act oh, and face good. act at the same time? You totally could, yeah. And could you combine it? Could it be like fair acting or face acting? Oh, I, somebody did acting. eye acting the other day too. I <laughs> there were eyeballs. Acting. Yeah, eye acting. Right. There you go. So I'm not sure why she hasn't met Paul Anka. That felt <clears throat> weird to me, but <clears throat> okay, fine. And then right, get how about that food. opening? Did that opening drag for it you? It did. A bit? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. really long. It was off, right? The t- it's it's sort of like their timing was off. The it just it just was a little off. It was good to see them together. Yep. And uh, yeah, just like I actually said to out. myself. Oh, sorry, Tar. Go ahead. I was gonna say, are you mean the whole sugar on the toes part? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I you know uh, uh, the Virgo in me did not like the spillage. <laughs> oh my god! Shit. I was like, I she's I like, don't to worry about it. Right why is she holding it like three feet in the air? Like, why would you bend over? She's like, half the ball on her toes. Like <laughs> same thing where I was like, oh, this is really messy and it's that's sticky. messy. Because yeah, then you're gonna be bad. Water that is yeah. so sticky. And then walking. Jeez. Through the right. it. Like, what the heck was that? The dog might like you, but the mice you're gonna get are gonna be <laughs> yeah, the problem. Right. It's like the ants are now like, you know, <laughs> calling up the reserve troops. Also, yeah. I don't think you're supposed to give dogs sugar. So Yeah, what's <laughs> processed sugar for the dog? You know, Paul Anka turns into RIP doggy. <laughs> Yeah, I did like her sneakers, but the whole thing on the one shoe, all of it really did not. It was a little bit like I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It kind of fit though, because they're just getting back together after a long separation. And so things are, are still kind of awkward and yeah. they just feel kind of weird. So it kind of fit a little bit. I thought, I, th- I thought it, she was long. playing a, playing a gag on Rory, but they actually <laughs> went through with it. It's like, where's she, this going? She was. Cause at the end, she's like, Oh, all you have to do is let him lick <laughs> yeah. your toes and you're in. <laughs> the dog was actually licking her toes. I'm like, <laughs> But is she was like, happening? yeah, she, no, she said like the, the sugar is not needed. Like he, he loves you no matter or whatever she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that yeah. yellow kitchen table new or is that the same table the whole time? 
I actually it know, wasn't I yellow originally. I noticed. I was like, that's not really. That doesn't look like a comfortable kitchen table. Yeah, <laughs> she's got an eclectic mix of sort of weird retro antiques mixed with clutter, mixed with like kind of nice. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's very Lorelai-ish. Mm. I suppose. Mm. Yeah, but mm. that that was long. Yeah, I thought, have I already seen the opening credits? Like, what's happening? It was really long. <laughs> that opening scene was very long. Yeah. Bop it. Although I love the I love the off camera sound effects that you know, like especially Scott when you're off camera, and then mm-hmm. we heard the bop it. And the hat mm-hmm. box actually was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That was sort of a cool touching yeah. moment that was a bit throughout the episodes. I did I did uh-huh. yeah, I like that Lenny Kravitz uh call totally. out. Totally. Because I, 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 like, I yeah. thought the same thing. Like, yeah, exactly. How is this guy able to afford all these and you know? But he, to- but the thing is, is he like tours all the time. Dude, Lenny Kravitz is, and he sold loaded. a bajillion records. What when you could sell records, totally. right? And he, and he sold tours at, like, like crazy, crazy and big venues, big venues. Yeah. And sorry, but he's been around for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think he, you know, his mom was on the Jeffersons, mm-hmm. so it's not mm-hmm. like he grew up like struggling. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, he's a Hollywood kid. Doesn't mean he's exactly. rich, rich, rich. But no, um, but he wasn't like. But the guy, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a monster musician, and he sells out all the venues. The big we, ones. We just saw Lenny Kravitz. I was like, say. literally, we just saw him. A what do you mean you just ago. saw him? I know. I feel bad because you couldn't go because you were Jeez. working, but he was at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. I saw that. That's why I wanted. <laughs> and to go. one of our one of our producers. He walked by her, and there's mm-hmm. randomly someone was shooting like a photo or a video, and her face says it all. Wait, who is like, it? It was Eileen and oh. someone else, and the face is like, "I love him so much. I love him so much." I like, I like, just got a peek of like half of a song, just because I was like, I need to see him live for like two minutes. Also, way to go, Lorelai, that you are still rocking the way too skinny scarf. The mm-hmm. purple, just mm-hmm. so so skinny scarf that's providing no warmth whatsoever. Right. <sighs> yeah, it's supposed to be fall in Connecticut, and she's wearing like this one inch wide scarf. <laughs> so, oh, like, and then they had matching blazers. I also fashion was coming in coming in hot on this episode, and I was mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so okay. So then we're walking through town. Kirk's doing Tai Chi, which here's the thing: mm-hmm. don't knock Tai Chi. Because I do Tai Chi. Don't. And it's awesome. You do? They, they went after Tai Chi on this show. I know, and I got and a little riled up. Yeah, because and anybody. It was, the one, it was the one moment that Kirk wasn't funny. Yeah, I mean, it was funny ish, but he was doing it well. Yes. And it <laughs> looked. It was, it was jarring. And his outfit was good. Right. He had a bright blue sweatsuit. But yeah, Tai Chi rocks. Like if you have anxiety, Tai Chi's great for like. It's like meditation, basically. Mm-hmm. Did you notice when they're walking past the gazebo that they still had that little tiny gazebo from the oh, No, stop! <laughs> good eye. No way. That is such a good. What joke. little? What there little? Was tiny like, there was like gazebo. a guy sitting in there. <laughs> Remember oh, okay. what episode right. was that? When Kirk it was, worked in it the was the Source and Boyle's Alley episode, and and oh, Kirk yeah. was sitting in there, and Lorelai was upset that they took the the uh the in off the map it was like it was a couple episodes oh ago. my god it's and was someone in it yeah there was some <laughs> dude sitting in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh my god. Okay, so then we get to the my one of my favorite honestly one of my favorite moments of the episode. Hey, Rory, you're back. Yay. So, <laughs> bone to pick, flag here. Flag on the play. Okay. What's with the Rory hug to Luke? It was like a half half Oh, I missed hug. that. It was, it was like here's was, my shoulder. Here's yeah. a shoulder and it was like a block. It was like obstructing the hug. It Whereas was she yeah. hugged Christopher full on. She hugged Suki full on. <gasps> I don't know. Oh, I'm going to have to rewatch that. It was that. weird. It was really oh, awkward. I noticed the I, weird I may, I may be calling it. an attorney in violence. Whoa. I just was so into the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't notice that, did you? Huh? No, I'm going to have to rewatch You notice the tiles. You notice the damn color on the table. But you <laughs> I also notice... noticed them. Huh? I've noticed it before, but the mismatched chairs in the diner. That's like a thing at loose. I'm trying to talk about something that happened in the show. <laughs> Listen, uh, 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 tool time. And do you think the hug was intentional or just like Alexis was like, just 
didn't complete the hug because I mean, like, I, I, had too tried, much I went back in my diary and said, did I wear <laughs> deodorant that day? I don't <laughs> yeah. Like, could it have been that take or was it like, I don't know. Do you think it was? Maybe she was just trying to get to the chair real fast. Mm. But given Luke the the high. See, side, that was that was yeah. my take. Just not I haven't seen it, but my take is mm. like that Alexis was like nervous about like movements she had to make and dialogue. So it was like, hey, hey, okay. But I you feel like she's I mean? given awkward hugs before. Like she kind of has that yeah. like awkward movement. So she's an awkward hugger for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my only Glad flag I brought on, it up. My only flag on the play is I did find the receipt bit annoying. Uh, look at the, you're talking about the like oh, Mexican restaurant. Look, like turn it over. We that were part. going that, and she's like, turn it over, turn it over, turn it over. I was like, mm, that was a want want for me, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. Oh wait, yes I. Am. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So okay. What about Scott? This is for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. We're seeing the beginnings of Luke hiding stuff. Nothing's new. Nothing's new. Why do you ask that? Nothing's new. Well, well, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, we're getting into an odd, unpopular narrative here <laughs> for Luke. <laughs> Which, by uh, the Wait, I was reading comments on our Instagram and I know we said like, oh, like everyone hates April. Um, but a lot of people, what they said, which I found interesting was like, they don't hate the character. They hate the, like what happened with the storyline mm-hmm. and the way that Luke handles it. So I thought that was an interesting take, like moving forward on why fans are not, a, are not fond of her storyline. So here's my tough question, Scott. Yeah. Knowing Luke as you do and knowing yourself as you do, say this situation happened to you or Luke, right? I understand taking a moment and sort of sorting it out before you tell the world. Do you think Luke should have told Lorelai immediately? Yes. I mean, relationships are based on trust. If you If you don't do that, then the trust either diminishes or goes away and we saw what happened now this these are situations when actors read scripts and they either step forward and say hey i've got an issue with this and can we discuss this this just wasn't possible on the show on other shows it's possible most mm-hmm. shows i i gather it's not possible uh but on right. some shows it is possible and i think this is one such instance where you know i it just wasn't that kind of show where anybody consulted the actors. Right. right. They, right. They, they, they were just too busy and it was, you know, the, we see how precise this writing is and, you know, they justify it in a million different ways that you can't think of, and you know, that kind of a thing. But, you know, maybe this was an occasion where it was appropriate for somebody to step up and say, Hey, let's rethink this, you know, cause it's, it's, I don't, I don't know if it's out and out uh, long-term character destruction, but right, I think that's no, what the yeah. uh, but that's what the fans are re- reacting to. Yeah, is because this character is so beloved. Yep. and Lorelai is so beloved, and their relationship is so, um, um, beloved. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and this is just going to wreck it. And that, and it's just sort of the way they made him hide it. 
and mm-hmm. it was just there was no real ex. I mean, I'll watch the episodes. I I don't know. I don't remember. But maybe there's a very good reason that I will find and point out and then so well, you sort of acknowledge it. You acknowledge yeah. it in this episode with Liz, and I know we'll get to it. You mm-hmm. things are so good. Mm-hmm. And and you love her, right? Like we know that. We've seen that so much. You don't want to mess it up. It's look, so important to you that I right. think you think because you indicate to Liz, like this could mess it up. And Liz says it's not gonna mess it up. But I I get why you're worried about that. I- I think, he, I th- you know, Luke's a guy who doesn't have the best social skills or interpersonal skills within a relationship, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I, I think it really just comes, it's, he's not a bad guy. It's just that he got in a situation that was overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how would anybody else react to your, you know, your daughter shows up 12 years later and you didn't know you had a daughter. I mean, that's a tough call. Everybody yeah, wants you to be perfect and do the right thing and to talk openly. And they don't want to consider the fact that you don't want to wreck a, a perfect situation that you've been sort of nurturing for so many years. And now here right. it's, you know, right at the point where we're going to set a wedding date. Right. And oh boy, here this, here comes this turkey. You know, well, and right now you're going off the words of a 12 year old, right? Like you haven't connected with Mm -hmm. Anna Mm -hmm. and this 12 year old comes out of nowhere and tells you this thing, which I appreciate that you're believing her, but Mm -hmm. like, it does feel a little too soon just yet for you to talk to Lorelai about it. It maybe, maybe not like, I I think you do need to talk to Anna first, Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. everything sort of straight. And then you go to Lorelai now. He doesn't do that, but <laughs> but that's but but the, the, he, that doesn't happen because that s- story isn't going to get developed to that degree, right? Because it takes away screen time, screen time from what they consider to be their top narratives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think too, like some look, we always talk about this show like it's real life, which I like but i I think sometimes writers in writers rooms thought this might be a spicy way to get something juicy going i don't Mm -hmm. know that they always know oh my god the fans are gonna hate this i think they thought we can't just have it be happy 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 unicorns rainbows we've gotta Mm -hmm. we're making a show that's going another year like of all the of all the options well i think at that point well maybe you're right maybe at that point and they knew Amy and Dan weren't getting the two-year deal instead of got the offer right, of one-year deal. Right. I, don't, I don't know what stage that was in with the writer's room and how much knowledge they had and, right. you know, whatever conspiracy theories are you're going to throw around. But, um, you know, at season six, we were losing a little steam ratings-wise, but not enough. And the advertisers really wanted us back for long-term. They wanted yeah. long-term deals. <clears throat> and they were putting a lot of pressure. Like they would have liked all. to see it go 10. 20 yeah yeah 15 you know what i mean it's like the advertisers yeah. were crazy for this show because it was just such a safe bet for them totally totally and and um, right yeah so the right in the writer's room they're you know they're probably thinking season 10 you know this is gonna go 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 forever i mean um, i don't know I, I i think as a it's a it's an oldie but a goodie oh throw a rando kid in there mm-hmm, like we've mm-hmm, seen it before mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, i mean it's not like mm-hmm. we've seen it on so many shows literally it was the mm-hmm. it was the 
move of the 80s, different strokes, facts of life. They always were like, throw a kid in there and like, see how that goes. Family Ties, like all of those shows did that. Growing Pains. Cosby Show, all of them. Growing Pains, exactly. But maybe maybe it's a tried and true strategy that studios are aware of that work that temporarily really PO the fans off, right? And, but it- Cousin Oliver. it's it's it it brings them roaring back when you know the narrative changes for the positive you know yeah. it's like it's like pulling yeah. the, the yeah, string yeah, yeah. of a bow good back. so i really i think that's point. i think that's just maybe basic storytelling you know in in serial television series mm-hmm, television mm-hmm. you know because yeah they I, have i'm not to irritated do by it yet uh, right. i'm not personally i don't know about right. you guys but i'm not irritated by no, it yet. not at no, all no I'm always kind of on the edge because I'm always waiting like, okay, is this going to be the scene where he tells her? Is this going to be like every time they meet up? I'm like, okay, this is going to be where he says something. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to get too far ahead because we haven't seen those episodes yet. But this is like where my anxiety starts. Oh, wow. (laughs) Were you happy? I was that he told Liz. I was really happy. I did not want him to sort of stop. And you knew he wanted to. And I was like, don't not tell her. I was glad that he told her, but I wanted her to push him to tell Lorelai and not be like, oh, it's okay. You know, if if they don't want anything, Lorelai doesn't need to know. Like, I, I wanted Liz to be like, you need to tell Lorelai about this. She sort of did. I know we're going out of order, but I thought she did to the ability like that Liz has. Mm. True. I was, yeah. I, I thought that scene was very touching. Me too. And I like that she very, knew. Very touching. Scene. I thought so too. And I like that she knew it was <laughs> Anna that mm-hmm. she calls mm-hmm. out like she, first of all, she wasn't upset. She wasn't, she didn't, she That's just came from say. a great place of love. And that she says like, you're a serial monogamous. Like, and right. then she also was so like, Lorelai's going to understand because Luke didn't know. I think we really have to remind ourselves like he didn't know. Mm-hmm. and so he's imagine any of you finding out you have a kid mm-hmm. you would be so overwhelmed oh, yeah turn your own like world upside ha- down yeah luke is like a train on a track like he's yeah. not gonna just randomly steer in a different direction he's going the way that he's going and i think this completely just threw him off his axis and he's struggling to make it make sense and i think that was part of the whole scene with liz was he's like mm-hmm. i have to reach out to somebody to kind of get some grounding here and figure out like it, what is normal here and what is not normal here. So mm. I, yeah, good point. Like he's trying to figure out, am I feeling what a normal person would be feeling? Mm-hmm. But I did like how Amy, you called out that her reaction was so calm. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't yeah. freak. If she freaked out, Luke would have freaked out. And mm-hmm. I think it came, it kept him a little level headed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's one of my favorite scenes. I agree with, I, with Kathleen. I, I that scene really touched me. Yeah. I thought so too. That these are definitely the ten parts of the episode. We haven't gotten yeah. to my two. <laughs> okay, so just to go back, so we don't miss anything, I think we should acknowledge the jinxing and the unjinxing. <laughs> that was oh, that cute. was good. I like yeah. that. I that was cute. It was I thought that was cute. It's very childlike. It reminded me of like um right. in Big. Right. When he's like shimmy shimmy cocoa pop, right, right, shimmy, right, shimmy right. rock, and they it have was, that like it was, it was Lorelai at her childish best. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was cute that Lane and Rory have something like that, and it was sort of it was fun. 
Yeah. So I was all good there. And then I thought it was good to call out. So I think Rory says, as long as you're prying and she talks about the break, they're just on a break, Mm -hmm. a hiatus, Mm -hmm. Logan and Rory. So those are all important because we get to honor later. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we go to the kitchen at the inn and I did notice, I'm like, why are those paper towels so prominent? Did anybody notice that? I I didn't notice it. And then I realized it was all part of that Pratt fall, right? So like, I don't know. I can't remember what instigated the Pratt fall, but all of a sudden the paper towels are flying and the dude's going backwards. <laughs> so I was like, ah, now I get it. Yeah. So they were all happy to see Rory, even Michelle. Rory. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then he catches himself. <laughs> he was too hyperventilating was a little over the top, but otherwise I was okay with the. You know, no, it. that's she's that's her at her dynamic best, her comedic best. She's she's amazing. She really truly is. Yeah, that was very very funny. How about the fact that we're like right in sync? I mean, because I did watch this a few days ago, so it's like it's Thanksgiving and it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> I like when that when it when it lines up like that. Tara put in our text. She's all, hey, guys, like yeah. this episode's so perfect. It's yeah. Thanksgiving. Like, I-, I was on the treadmill of watching it and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is the perfect week. Ah, <laughs> uh, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so now we get to what is my two. I don't know if you agree, Scott. Mm. All mm. the hep alien stuff for me was not. Oh, oh my god! Landing. No. Sorry, I oh. disagree. <gasps> really? Funniest. Okay, I no. Some of it was annoying, but there was a lot of it I really liked. Really? For Tell me, me for, more. For me, for me. Okay, so first of all, the line, the Sebastian Bach line, almost made me fall off the couch. That was so Gill. That I was do so Gil. love. Sebastian Bach, like oh, all man. the scenes would have been zeros for me without, without Sebastian him. Bach. I'm like, he at least makes this funny and, and seem real. It was it was Zach being just so unhinged. And I yeah, get it. You but at least teams, but though. at least they gave the band a good story. Right. Yeah. And it, they gave him a lot of story. They gave him a lot. And there was momentum. And it was like, oh, God, I wonder if they're going to get the record deal. And oh, cool. You know, let's see how the performance goes. And, and yeah, Zach flipped out. And that was weird. Uh, I, I think it was more <laughs> cringy and weird than funny. Yeah. Cringy, fight. Because yeah. it. it, it Except for Joel. You know, the, the Brian and awesome. the. the, the <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, what, Zach is just so blatantly sabotaging that evening right with, with the gwen stefani headset and then the, <laughs> yeah the headset. And the, and that part Joel, was actually funny you don't bring a new guy into the band uh, on the night of your biggest gig mm -hmm. ever it's just like <laughs> a new energy there all of a sudden there he is no that doesn't happen mm -hmm. ever um can, can anybody figure out for me why it's he's writing it's, it's strange credulity it didn't it, it wasn't yeah, even yeah, believable yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So why is he writing all the songs about the girls' names? Lane's obviously upset about it. Then Brian writes the great song about Lane. It's all sort of just like... That wasn't a great song. It was a couple of dopey chords. It it, a great song. It's really funny. The timing of this was so weird. I was scrolling on TikTok and there's this group, Amy, you may know, Jack and Jack. And they were like, mm -hmm. one of them's in a relationship and one of them's not. And the other one said that like he takes inspiration from the other one's relationship and oh, his wow. girlfriend okay. and the timing of this episode i was like i guess in modern day it's not that weird like yeah it's people do it i'm sure all the time yeah i think writing songs well let, let's talk about the inappropriateness of zach writing love songs or sex songs <laughs> about other women that he's dated when he's <laughs> dating know. lane totally it is and like he can, do artists he, do that i'm I, sure I probably I don't know. I mean, he does it, but it's like he right. Can't Taylor Swift is definitely dating somebody and She's writing dating a song Travis about Kelsey, but releasing songs writing about, songs about John Mayer. Whatever. Yeah, right. Harry Styles, right? Yeah, that's why <laughs> right. I, I didn't so. think too much of it. I just was like this. I, I agree with you, Amy. Like for me, I didn't care for the storyline. It took the episode down a notch. Yeah, but I think that's why it was these little things where I'm like, well, the music industry is like, I guess it is what it is, you know. You know, well, yeah, and like it's all it just was like a lot of sort of like really, and then Lane, like, okay, so we'll just talk through the whole thing. So, first of all, they go to the record store, and Carol King's there again, and and that's where we hear she Brian. Was, she was, she's Carol King was funny, she was nailing, yeah, all she's her, great, all her yeah, 
It mm-hmm. was funny. And Zach's just getting more and more unhinged. Mm-hmm. There were parts of the gig, you know, the showcase that I thought were sort of amusing, but I was irritated. I was like, get playing, dude. <laughs> Start playing. You're such a fool right now. And I almost wanted to say D word. You're being such a jerk. But, but it, it was odd. It was an odd choice yeah. to make. Mm-hmm to complete you know turn zach into that big of a flaming you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean it I was, just, it was crazy that. it was just crazy I crazy mean, now he's jealous uh of, of brian, brian because he's working on a lane song I, wh- right, what so is happening there yeah yeah i i i thought it was a little a bit of a stretch as well like you said scott it kind of strained credulity because yeah this one night he knew how important this was like the, a label was there this was their shot and he he got all unhinged about brian and right. i i just it's, thought like he he wouldn't have done that really no like, way he knew Agreed. this is what there, they had been working for the whole time there's an old saying if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen yeah and the heat was turned up and zach got out of the kitchen because he couldn't handle it you know yeah. he yeah. just melted down like I've never, right. it was hard to believe that mm-hmm. anybody would melt down that bad. Right. Well, and in I was situation, like, unless they were like hooked on substances or something. Yeah. Right? Like he's not going to screw up this opportunity. No. At all. Yeah. No. And bring in, first of all, the Gwen Stefani headset. Yeah. I mean, it was hard enough to believe, you know, in that Tom Hanks uh, starring movie, the Tom yeah, Hanks. Yeah, that wrote, thing you do. That thing you do, which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Great movie, great Love songs, that all that stuff. But that Jonathan sketch character. Jonathan Sheck. Is it Jonathan Sheck? Sorry. Uh, uh, That was even, uh, it was difficult to accept that a guy that had that kind of national recognition was going to blow up the band. But there you go. There's like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's egos and then there's egos. And uh, right, right, right. And talk about, you know, a first class D bag to uh, Liv Tyler. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, geez. So. Maybe that was the inspiration. I don't know. Yeah. The, the right. The brawl though, where they're all brawling was not funny for me. Was, like I kind of was like, oh no. Until I did giggle at Joel when the curtain's closing and it's like there's the Joel. <laughs> so that was sort of like brought me back. And Rory with her camcorder just like standing in the front <laughs> row. I was so distracted by the brawl. I didn't even see that. At, oh at my the God. very beginning. <laughs> of the fight like that when they were showing rory and behind her the sound guy he like leans back and he like puts his feet up on the desk or something <laughs> he's like the look on his face was hilarious it's like oh yeah they all did another day <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i don't know i feel like okay we've talked about that enough and then like i although it did i was i did have a sort of a pang of pain for lane crying and being like what happened? Like, what are you doing? You ruined our. I did shot. feel bad for her in that moment, like in the alleyway. Me too. Yeah. 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 I what thought Keiko that? did a really good job in that scene because she yeah. was just like in disbelief. Like, what did you just do? I thought she was, I thought she did a really. Nice it was job. the only scene that was believable. Yeah. 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 Agreed. All right. So we're kind of going out of order, but that's okay. I think we should talk about Christopher and just all the Christopher stuff. Oh, God. Because. It, it, I was glad to get the payoff of the, were, the were you message. As, were you in as much pain as I was? 
No, see, because I still like Christopher. Oh, we're we're not going to agree on this. <laughs> I, I needed a barf bag to watch those scenes. I really did. I mean, if there, if there was anything more obnoxious than Christopher unsuccessful, it's Christopher with money, you know, and bubbling with wealth. I think Christopher yeah, yeah. saying "I'm loaded" should be a drinking game because <laughs> yeah. it would all be on the floor. And how much money do we think he has? Well, that's let's what all take a guess. Me. It confused me because he comes from money, right? So it's not right. Like, but I think they—he's got like Gilmorey parents that don't give it to him. Yeah. yeah, but like up until he was what seventeen, he did grow up in a very wealthy right. family. So the way he was acting was if again that, he, he never he ne- could never get his hands on it. Right. His dad, I think his dad right. is not the type of mm-hmm. guy that's going to give his loser mm-hmm. son any money. And yeah. he had total control. He has total control over it now. Right. right. My gut is he got, what do we think? 10 million? Oh, more than that. Oh, you think? 20 oh. million? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he got $50 million. Not 100 million. He 50 million. Because he, he said he never has to worry about money again, but I don't, he's not like a billionaire. I'm going, he no. got. I'm going 20. with 50 to 75 million. Because he said he put everything right. away for his daughter already and then has like way more money to spend on Laura yeah. and Rory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. I'm going 20 million. Yeah, he got FU money. Did yeah, because you, you figure the grandpa had 100 million and the parents don't need any of it. Mm-hmm. What did Easily. we decide the Gilmores were worth? 100 million? No, 50 million? Yeah. But the Huntsburgers are worth like quarter of a billion or something? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. A lot of dough. A lot of dough. A lot of dough ray me. I actually I actually <laughs> just looked it up. Um oh. there's I mean, I don't know how accurate this is, but right. apparently yeah. the Gilmores are worth upwards of fifty million. Okay. Yeah, and what about the Huntsburgers? I think the Huntsburgers are like quarter of a billion. They're definitely more than the Gilmores. Mm-hmm. Well they're yeah, I think they're what I think they're half a billion. million. 200 how much google how much money did christopher get from his grandpa i don't know see if it see what it does everybody wait (laughs) well if he was that happy then it was a lot right it's a lot around 50 million 50 million so scott you nailed it kind of kind of nailed it I still was amused by the, okay, so with the Christopher Lorelai scene, like, I always like them together, and I still thought he was sort of funny with the, like. I don't. I don't. I know you hate and, and it's And it's, no, it's not just Luke saying this. It's, it's me, the critic, saying it. I don't like them together. But you're right. People don't. I, don't. I, do, I do not. It's cringe for me. It is. It's just like. I prefer you, but I'm not. I, I Something about it. I still like their chemistry. But I, I mean, he's like, who does she want a castle? You know, like all that jazz. And then him noticing the ring. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's in the second scene with him. Yeah. But it was like, okay, all right. He wants her to be happy. Oh, Scott, you're going to just hate what's coming. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that, that, you know what? That, that line, <laughs> uh, I just want you happy is just talk. It's all talk. True. He's true. got ulterior motives. I know it. I feel it. I don't. Obvi- I don't know what. Obviously. I don't know what episodes are. It's. It's just. Yeah. He's just really. Oh, obvious. you're about to just not. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to bore everyone this with this, but I'll just put it in our group chat. But there's a whole article on everyone in the shows, like their characters rank by wealth. Oh, Mm -hmm. please bore us. Give us that. I want to know. Give it. Give it quick. So Lorelai, assuming at the Dragonfly, made somewhere around $50,000 as a manager um, at the Independence Inn. And the salary would have increased from there. Suki 
a, between 45 to 80 a year as a chef. Okay. Kirk with his 15, it says with his 15,000 jobs is probably worth about $250,000. Yeah. Cause remember he had all the money for the down payment on the Twickham mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. For Luke. Um, yeah. It's he, he, with his savings, he's has about $500,000. I think he has more. Yeah. Keep mm. going. And then with with Christopher, it says assumed fifty million with that inheritance. Wow, okay. the Gilmore. Well, what about up. Logan? How about Logan? Yeah, what about the Huntsburg? Oh, I'm getting there. So okay, so uh, go faster. The Huntsburgers. <laughs> sorry, it's a long article. I'm skimming. The right, well, we can't read. We're not going to read the whole article. The Huntsburgers are. Uh, I mean, about two hundred million dollars a year. They're, that's what they're bringing in. <laughs> The Huntsburgers like bringing two hundred million a year, mm-hmm. then they're worth a heck of a lot more than right. They're, they're worth like a billion. Yeah. yeah, so they're billionaires. Oh mm-hmm. sure, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, right. you're on fire today. Okay, what? so you're on fire. Who <laughs> go fast? <laughs> it's like it's a long article. I'm skimming. It was getting a little dull. All right. Okay. Well, so okay. Back to first of all, total random Buddy Hackett shout out. Like no one cared when <laughs> Buddy Hackett died. Nobody was, like, was sad because he was such a beloved guy, and he'll always be alive. Yeah. And then there, there, that was a funny scene where Rory really talks about why she doesn't want to take the grandparents' money. <laughs> and Lorelai's like, "Am I in a Freaky Friday?" Like mm-hmm. that was a funny scene. Good, good, just banter there. Mm-hmm. $40,000 <laughs> what's this what does that mean what does it even remember mean? they built the pool, the pool house, house and then they oh, found they out it was her co- sex house yeah they're so like upset $40,000 sex house cost <laughs> more than $40,000 what are you talking about Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually it doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So we kind of talked about the Liz and Luke scene. So now we're really at Thanksgiving. And we, you know, she comes clean. Now, interestingly, she comes clean to Luke about Christopher after the fact. Yeah, that's so what I, was my flag. So I stand by that Luke hit. He, there should be no issue with him getting everything sort of figured out and situated and then telling her because that's what she does. Yeah, don't blame him. Right. Like right. she should have told her she should have told Luke like, hey, I am going to meet up with Christopher. This is what happened. I want to let you know before it happens. Not, I got it all settled. We met twice, you know, like not even once, twice. She met with Christopher by herself and then with Rory. It had to be over the course of what, like a couple days, maybe Do a week? Do you think she should have consulted mm-hmm. with Luke before he she even met with him? Yeah, I think yeah. She, if anything, just be like, hey, he wants to talk. I don't know what's going on, but I want you to know. Maybe not even, I don't think Luke needs to go, but at least to know that they're meeting up and then be like, it wasn't about me. It was about Rory and him taking care of Rory. And that way he knows the process of it happening. Like to just dump it all on him. And like Luke couldn't be mad because of, but you know what? That's a, that's a big discussion. And her just standing there at an inopportune moment during a Thanksgiving celebration, pulling him off to the side and explaining what happened. And then that's it. And that mm-hmm. it's not even going to be a discussion Yeah, and putting Luke in that situation, I think is disrespectful. No, I agree. I think you know, that- that's a big deal. Somebody drops in all that money all of a sudden that's so connected to her emotionally and, you know, by actual DNA that that's a big conversation between mm-hmm a committed couple that's living together and engaged because that kind of money yeah. can destroy your relationship or any kind of intervention. It doesn't even have to be a lot of money. What if it's, what if it's like the ex-husband comes back, you know, the flaky ex loser ex-husband comes back and he wants to, you know, don't, you know, contribute to this or contribute to that and not even in a big way. Right. It's mm-hmm. still it's like, why is this guy in our lives? Mm-hmm. What the heck is going on? All of a sudden now, you know, he's using money to wedge his way in somehow. Can't you see? I mean, where are those scenes, right? So, right. Well, do you think I, that- I actually do have a big problem with it? I think, I think, I think. So, what did you think about your response? I think that's absolutely great. He's her dad. Glad he's doing it. Taking because care he's of his guilty kid. of doing it himself. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I think he's the fans are smarter than this. And they're like, why are these two characters being destroyed before our eyes? Why are they behaving this way? They're supposed to love each other and respect each other and trust each other. And right. now that is all going to go away because in the real world, nobody acts this way. Right. Nobody's right. going right. to. And if they do, there are dire consequences. This is the kind of st- stuff that ends relationships. And the fans know this. 
So, do you you think that Christopher should have gone straight to Rory instead of going to Lorelai because she's an adult? No, that feels weird Mm -hmm. to me though. Mm, Okay, I I think Christopher Lorelai would have been justified to have been pissed off, right? Right. Why are you going to Rory with all this money? You come to me first, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you, Scott. So that I can discuss it with Luke. But you know, Luke isn't. Luke is given half a hug and. No conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not being considered. <laughs> I think that it's Christopher. Look, I, I it's a little weird that Christopher's off, offering Lorelai money. Do you know what I mean? Maybe right. a little bit. It's not weird that he's offering his daughter money. Like that technically sort of is her money, right? So like he should pay for school. He should buy her a car. He should buy, buy her her first house or her first apartment. Whatever but when it is. he first approaches it with Lorelai, he's the way he said it, and I, I think I wrote it down. He said, um, Oh yeah, okay. So he says he talks about everything he did for Gigi, and then he says, and now I want to take care of you. And then he adds, You and Rory. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Like he he didn't come out saying, I want to take care of Rory. He said, I want to take care of you, meaning yeah. Lorelai and then Rory was kind of like an afterthought which is typical of Christopher right you, you um, know the, the, but, the cl- sorry go ahead oh I was gonna say I think the thing with with Lorelai telling Luke I think plot wise she couldn't tell him right away because it wasn't gonna work if she told him before he knew about April he had the reaction that he had because he was thinking about April and how mm-hmm, of course he right. should be a dad to April. So if she had told him too soon, he would have like freaked out and blown up like he did mm-hmm. the first time Christopher's name came up. So I think there like was a any sane, healthy that. individual would right. somebody's <laughs> trying to drop in all this money and invade your relationship, you know? Yeah. So I think there was a timing issue there. Listen, the classy move, okay, would have been if you want to take care of your daughter, you want to take care of your uh beloved Lorelai mm-hmm. you do it anonymously you do it you do it in some clever way mm. where all of a sudden and you don't sit there and take all this gloating credit for it right in their faces and aren't I a great guy and now I'm going to screw up your lives and I know I'm going to screw up your lives because if he doesn't understand how much of a a, a nuclear bomb this is on Luke and Lorelai's relationship or on either of their lives then he's an idiot and he's got no feelings and he's got no empathy, right? I stand by it's, you it's, on it's it's a really manipulative move. It's super manipulative. And I I, I, I agree I, with you on what the a, lower what life. a creep. What a low life. Like coming swooping in to their lives and I've I'm rich. Hey, I want right. to take care of everybody. Really? You a-hole? She's got I, a really I don't happy agree on the Rory part. He should take care of his daughter financially anonymously, now. That he, anonymously. No, anonymously, he's her dad. An, no, he's no, her I, dad. No, I don't care. He hasn't been her dad. And he should do it anonymously. She should just call Yale, pay the damn bills. I don't want anybody knowing that I did this. Mm-hmm. You can contact Emily and Richard so that they don't have to do it anymore. But I don't want anybody know knowing that I did this. And then he sends a message or an anonymous message to Emily and uh, um, Richard and says that, you know, you're, you're under no more obligation to pay for that tuition. It's taken care of signed and honest. Look, I, I think that's then you create a, a big mystery. Be a it's a better cool story. gesture. But I, look, I do think it's weird to call up your former like baby mom or your baby mama, mm-hmm. your former girlfriend who's engaged 
and offer money. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's just kind of inappropriate, right? I get it. I get where he's, I do think he has the best of intentions or, or maybe he could have offered to pay her back for some of all the money she spent to raise Rory. What There may be a move there, but for me, it's totally fine that he's calling Rory and saying, I now have money and I want to pay for school, your car. I want, here's, there's money in a bank account for your future, your retirement, your down payment on your first house, whatever it may be. As a father, I do think that is sort of him, that is an, an obligation, if that's the right word. And if he's doing something for Gigi, he should do the exact same thing for Rory, in my opinion. But, okay, They're but both his kids. But, but doesn't he have an obligation to to not meddle in her current I still relationship? Think money's meddling. I think he's doing something for Gigi. He should say, I've put aside $5 million for Gigi. You have the same. You are my kid. There should be nothing that Gigi gets that Rory does not get. Well, and also he didn't support them while Rory was growing up. So this is kind right. of making up for it. Like, let him pay for Yale. And he also doesn't know that she's in a relationship. Like, he doesn't know necessarily that she's back with, with Luke. Oh. Right, but I still think it's weird that he's, like, offering Lorelai the money. It should yeah. be all about yeah. Rory. That's, it should just be, that is our kid. Yes. He this was is my simply trying to buy his way back into her heart. You're right. You're probably that's, right. That is You're how, probably right. You're probably right. That is right. how detached from reality that guy is. You're probably right on that. Yeah. So, okay, two more scenes we have to talk about. Harris and Rory. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny sort of just a little amusing scene that tees up something coming so it's a, kind of important but i liked that honor huntsberger called mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. I although it was gut-wrenching to rory to realize that logan said they broke up when honor refers to logan as young seacrest <laughs> I, I i thought of you amy i, thought I almost of you. texted you and i'm like i don't know if she's watched it yet i'm like i must have forgotten <laughs> about it from when it happened because we must have like called it out when was it this happened. like peak american idol yes because this is 2004 so. right mm-hmm. six and mm-hmm. oh, this is 2006 so mm-hmm. yeah idol launched like in 2001 yeah, and it was like the hair. Like I kind of, I was like, oh yeah. And Mad Zuckery is a little bit seacrasty. I was like, <laughs> that was rad. And then, uh, you know, we see Luke go into the like, what's this? What are those things called? Where you put food? Why is the name out of my head? What? What? You know the room pantry? where there's pantry. Oh. <laughs> the kitchen. <laughs> That's the kitchen back there. That's where they and make he tries the food calling. He tries calling Anna, which, by the way, how about the shout out to 411? Press one to be connected. And we all used to do it. And I think it mm-hmm. was expensive. And we were all dum dums because I think we got charged <laughs> a quarter every time we freaking did that. And suddenly on your phone bill, you're like, $29 to 411? Remember, you'd call 411 and go, Domino's Pizza, can you connect me? Yes. Like, <laughs> Because you couldn't use the internet to look up the phone number. <laughs> I was going to make a point about Luke without his uniform on oh, before please. I was bombarded with inappropriate comments. Um, please. He does seem like, and given the situation, but he does seem like a very, I mean, the hat and the flannel and the diner and his attitude all seem to work. Mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and it all kinds of work 
it, it, it all kind of works, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You accept it. But without the hat, without the flannel, and he's sitting there, and he still looks like Luke, mm-hmm. but he's got that stank look on his face, <laughs> right? He's yeah, not, like, so do you kind of think of the flannel and the hat as like his coat of armor or his cape or whatever? Yeah, he takes it off, and he just yeah. appears like he's just a Clark Kenny, and he's all grr, grr, grr. Yeah, he's just like, geez, yeah. man. I mean, he couldn't even smile once when he was sitting at that Thanksgiving I think he's table. just so stressed about April. No, obviously, but still, yeah. I mean, cover it a little. Anyway, I don't know. I got, I'm throwing a flag on myself, maybe for some. <laughs> <a little>. uh, <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, I mean, it's complicated. Like, I don't know how I would be. I'd be it's like that. when fans come to a Comic-Con, Every once in a while, and I'm not wearing a hat or anything because I don't wear the, the hat usually, uh, they get disappointed. And I, I think I was a little disappointed at <laughs> the Thanksgiving table scene that he wasn't wearing a hat. Where's your hat, bro? Where's your flannel? So what is our favorite lines? Oh, that's easy. Oh, yeah. You like. You know. Oh, there's no the gill line. Yeah. Anyway, Suzanne, what's your favorite line? Uh, my favorite line, surprisingly, is from Christopher. Uh, given Aye. how much I don't like Christopher, but <laughs> I, I laughed when he said um, when he was telling Lorelai they were at the restaurant talking about all the things that he could do with his money, and he says you can crush people with money. You want some people crushing money? <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, Kebabs, hot stickers. I was like, what? I still Tara. like young young Seacrest. Tara, what's your favorite um, one? I love the scene with with Paris, and she's like. I'm coming and Paris is like what's that sound like just like so just like cold and I just love Paris so much so and such she's a like call back too it's such a call back yeah and she's like well of course you're coming back what else would you do like I don't know I just love Paris <laughs> oh yeah. my god that was good Paris that's how I want Paris to be always yeah and it was Amy. a funny callback to like her bad drum roll yeah <laughs> uh, Amy what's your favorite line oh gosh I think I'm still with young Seacrest <laughs> I like that yeah, like, I like that one. I, you know, I have to say though, my favorite was Liz and Luke. I, I think that scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you know, if I had to pick a banter, it's when Rory and Lorelai are discussing how she wants to be out from her grandmother's thumb and the Freaky Friday, and that every line was really entertaining to me. In mm-hmm. that sort of mm-hmm. ping pong mm-hmm. thing. All right, uh, Suzanne, what are you giving it? What's your measuring stick? Uh, I I thought this was a good episode. Um, I'm going to give this nine uh, sugar toes. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> Tara. Uh, it wasn't my favorite, so I'm going to give it eight. Um, oh, my God. What else was in this episode? I'm like blanking. Eight turkeys for Thanksgiving. Mm. Okay, uh, Amy. Nine Yakovs. <laughs> Total shout out to Yakov. What's his last name? Smirnov. Smirnov. Uh-huh. Yeah, real um, good shout out. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give it. Um... God, I don't know. Is it I a know. nine? Is it in the nines? Yeah, it was. Tough. It was very. It was actually very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just and had it was a few really bad. Fun. I gotta tell you, anything that gives me that many laughs, I mean, like good belly laughs. I, you know, you gotta go nine three. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go nine two nine two five nine three, uh, nice. and I'm gonna go. Uh, 
9.3 Suki backhand fists <laughs> to the poor <laughs> assistant. And paper towels flying. Mm-hmm. Good one. That's it, everybody. Thank you, ladies. Suzanne French, Tara Sud, Amy Sugarman, my intrepid crew. Uh, anyway, best fans on the planet. Thanks for downloading. Keep sending those cards and letters and smoke signals and cloud <laughs> waves, all kinds of things that you can digitally send now. Um, homing pigeons. We love you. We need you. We can't live without you. Homing pigeons, whatever you want. Uh, and remember, we and I am all in. Stay safe, everyone. Forget follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.